episode 57. Welcome to honor the season you're in. Holy macaroni, we are doing the thing. Happy Friday, friends. Today, I have got a fun episode for you. I sat down with my friend, Rachel. We met probably in a mommy group or something. She's local to me. We have playdates with our children. Uh, we met a couple couple years ago, two or three years ago now, and she has become one of my closest friends. She's in it with me in motherhood, business, fitness, all of the things. And I'm really happy to share our conversation today. I initially reached out to Rachel because she said something to me during a play date that was kind of intriguing. She said, I'm in a season of grace, but grace is a slippery slope. So I asked if she would sit down, talk with me about her season of grit, what that looked like, how she transitioned into a season of grace, and ultimately decided, you know what, this is a slippery slope. How can I get out of it? We talked social media, comparing her hiatus. Yeah, she got off the app for a little while. Can you believe it? We talked about intentionality with our time, how doing nothing doesn't mean you are doing something wrong. We unpacked a lot. And before I share the episode with you, I do want to let you know that we were Zooming with each other. And at one point during the conversation, there were random fireworks behind her and we start to laugh. Now, I am a nutrition fitness human, not a tech guru. So please bear with me. There is about 30 seconds in the middle where you just hear us laughing. And obviously you can't see the video. So you might be thinking, what is going on? Well, we were talking and all of a sudden there were fireworks on our screen. It caught us both off guard to say the least. So bear with those 30 seconds about halfway through. Regardless, this episode is chock full of good information. If you are someone who is looking to better yourself, learning the def- the difference between grit and grace, which is a common theme around these parts, huh? Uh, you're going to love this one today. As always, I love you and appreciate you for being here. Please go rate, review, share. The only way this space grows is with your help, and I will be forever indebted to you. Without further ado, let's talk to Rachel. The movement and mindset guru. That's what I think of when I think of my friend, Rachel. You are a former teacher. You are a current mom, wife, yoga instructor, fitness trainer, insta-famous singer. What are you not is the question. Um, Over the last few years, your life has shifted in so many ways. And from an outsider, they have all been pretty big shifts. More recently, you and I had a play date and you shared something with me that really struck a chord. Um, We were talking about grit and grace, how to honor that as a mom and a business owner. But what you said was grace is a slippery slope and dang, I want to unpack that, especially given that you are the mindset guru. I cannot wait to hear what you have to say. But first, before we do that, hi, who are you? What do you do for fun, for work, all the things? Thank you for being here. Hi, hi, hi. Thank you for having me. Um, First off, I took so many public speaking classes and the first thing they say is like, never apologize for anything. And I'm going to apologize for my voice today on this podcast. (laughs) I'm apologizing right away for this voice. Um, But yes, hi, I'm Rachel. I'm very excited to be here. GM, I don't even, honestly, sometimes I think about how we met and I'm like, how did we meet? But um, I am social media. I think it was social media or peanut app or something, but um, I forget. I don't know. It's been so long, a whole three years. But um, I am Rachel. I love mindset stuff. I love fitness stuff, but I will put right out there. The one thing I want to like really lean into is the fact that I am like not 
a liver breather sleeper of anything anymore. And I think that that is something I want to just like really fully embrace and lean into. I love fitness. It is what I do for a living, but I do not live, breathe and sleep fitness. Um, I am a mom. It's what I do for a living, but I don't want to live, breathe and sleep momming. I just want to live, breathe and sleep, whatever comes naturally to me. And right now that is momming. That is part-time fitness coaching. That is spending as much quality time with I can with my husband because that's limited. It's leaning into friendships and family and truly just, I just want to do and be all the things that bring me joy. I just don't want to come off as like, that's Rachel. She does fitness or that's Rachel. She's a mom. I just want to like be all the things right now and be them not equally, not balanced, but just like in a way that brings me joy. Maybe it's 1%, maybe it's 50%, but that's who I am and what I'm doing and leaning into right now. Can we just pause and applaud that? Because I feel like that is the hardest space. That is the space we all, I'm going to say it should, I'm going to say that word should. That is the space we should all live in. And it is so hard. Like you are not in a box. You are honoring, literally honoring the season you are in, whether it be a <laughs> minute, a day, a week, a month, or a year, you're, you're honoring that. That is amazing. I love that for you. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's a, it does not come with ease. Let me just put that out there. It does not come with ease. There are days that I wake up and I'm like, mm, and I'm just like, nope, 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 nope. So it's, it's a lot of tools in the toolbox that I know you as well. Kind of, I don't want to say we're lucky to have them. I think we've worked really, here comes the F-bomb really fucking hard to get these tools so that we can practice what we preach. Um, but it doesn't come with ease. Okay. I love this. We, I want to keep going here, but first let's back up. Um, what have the different seasons of your life looked like recently from teacher to mom, to virtual training, to deleting Instagram? Um, how did, <laughs> where have you been and how did you get to where you are now? I'm, I'm so dramatic. Okay. So, um, I'm going to try to like cap this all in a, a short period of time. I won't take too long with this, but where I've been, I think it's really important that I say that I, I, um, was always like, I was like the funny fat girl growing up. Um, and I say that with pride, like I don't, I don't shame myself on it, but then it got to a point where body image became really important to me. And then it became too important to me, but that's kind of what propelled me into like the fitness scene. I was, I did go to college. I had my master's in education. I taught kindergarten and um, the young, the youngins for over 10 years. And then I kind of like, I call it, I traded my chalk for sneakers and I like fully dove into fitness and I dove in hard, like hustle hard, lost a lot of weight, came a little psychotic with my body image. And then I spent probably, I would say the majority of my 20s trying to find, um, I will call it balance because that's what I needed at the time. And I found that balance. Um, I was managing fitness studios and working at studios, personal training, got my yoga sir, was a run coach, um, did all the things, like very quickly did all the things. And then bam, 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 COVID, boom. And then <laughs> lost my job, found out I was pregnant um, a month before I lost my job, had a baby, relocated, and everything shifted. So it was like a whole lot in a short amount of time. So that shift brought me a new location. I'm back near my family. It brought me virtual training, which is what I primarily do now. I like 90% virtual train. Um, and yeah, I, I train. I would say, honestly, I like work maybe 20 hours a week. I love it. And then I also mom all the time. Um, so that's where I'm at now. And that was a very, <laughs> it was like 18 years of my life smushed into a little clip. Very, a very full amount in a very tiny minute. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you said that you're working currently, you're working on embracing, honoring where you are. That is not a box. There are no black and white. Like you're very much living in the gray. What pushed you to get to this point? Like, 
in like, yes, obviously we have to acknowledge the fact of hustle culture, right? Led you here, um, teaching, quitting your job, the trauma of the pandemic and having a baby and moving like that is a lot in a short amount of time. But within like the last, I'm going to say as an outsider, but also your friend, the last six to 12 months, it seems like there are yeah. more profound things happening that you're like, okay, this is the line in the sand. I'm drawing it. What was that thing for you? Um, I think the fact, so what I didn't throw in there is my husband had an amazing job. He decided to quit for his own personal reasons. And then that hiatus that he took kind of propelled me to hustle more than I ever have. So like I gave myself a lot of grace through motherhood so far, but like the last six, 12 months was like more so the 12 was me being like, uh, now's not the time for grace, Rachel. Like it's great time. Like we got to go. And then the second that he decided like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go back to that job. When I tell you it was, and that happened in April of, of 2023. When I tell you it was like something inside of me was just like wiping my hands take a fucking break, Rachel. Like it's, you're done, like chill. Um, and it hit me that I had never allowed myself to process the fact that what is so normal to so many of us, which I find is it shouldn't be the fact that we went through a pandemic. I get it. The whole world did it, but people were having babies and life, life altering things were happening during this time. And we all just had to keep going because you really have a choice. It's either you don't go or you do. And like, I'm a goer. So like the fact that I just kept going and I did the mom thing and I was working, I loved it all, but I never really stopped and allowed myself to process all of the things that have happened and that I have pushed myself to do over the past decade plus ending with me in a pandemic, having a baby relocating. Like, so I think I just gave myself that pause. And then this is where the grace is a slippery slope. So from April, I just kind of like was focusing on my, my, I've always focused on my own health, but like, I kind of really, I really took it back. I was focusing on my health. I was not pushing to get new clients. The hustle was cool, but like, I'm so over, I'm so over the hustle. It's just not my jam. I don't know, maybe in the future, but not right now. Um, and I just, again, leaned into all these things that were bringing me a lot of joy. But then I would say around fall, I started to get itchy. Rachel, the hustler started to come back and I'm like, am I great? Am I, is this grace or is this complete compliance? Is this too, is this too comfortable? And I started to question all of that. And then I hate to admit it because this has never happened to me, but social media got the best of me because I'm seeing badasses like you, not that like, I love you, but like, I'm seeing you do all these things and I'm seeing other friends do all these things. And I'm seeing friends who don't have kids like post beautiful like resort getaways like doing all these fitness things and here I am and I was like the one day I was like driving on my tractor I posted this like reel and I'm like I'm driving on a tractor and I'm cutting my grass and this is not the life I thought I was going to fucking have like I was like a hustler living out in Philly like working at very upscale studios having all these clients did not have a kid at the time and then it started to be like grace is starting to take me down into this hole so it's like all right rachel you've given yourself this time i deleted my i didn't delete it but i came off of instagram um just because i wanted to completely break away and during that time my break i saw one of my mentors that kind of got me through my yoga teacher training and i actually started going to therapy and when i tell you after two sessions i was like oh this is exactly what i needed just a chill and it's only been like a month of me just like talking about all the things I've needed to talk about and kind of pausing for me to be like, okay, I've had, the, I gave myself that grace, but now it's time to, it doesn't have to be an insane amount of grit, but 
it's time to kind of reel it in and start to refocus and understand and accept that my feet are not where they were three years ago. Like I have to move forward from this brand new place. And that's where I'm at. Like currently now, um, I have no idea what the future holds for me. And for once I'm like, okay with it. But it all came from me just like stopping, pausing, giving myself that grace and then realizing that, I don't know, I don't, I don't have it all figured out yet. And I'm a, it's okay. It's scary, but like, it's okay. Okay. There's so much that I have, I'm frantically typing over. Girl, you brought like the talker of all talkers on. If you ever need me to stop, just like hold up a finger and be like, no, no, no. I'm here for it. So I have so many things that I want to ask you about, but let's go back. So what did your season of grit look like? Um, Taking care of the family, working, working mom, all of the things. And how are you not taking care of yourself? During that time? Yeah. So when- Okay. So- um, so, I mean, I was, I was training with Leah since she was six months, six, six weeks old. So and like when it came to, um, she's, she'll, she's almost three and a half. Okay. Go ahead. So like she was six, I had a six week old and I'm like doing squats on screen. Like it's just how I was. So like, but I loved it. But when it came time for like the real grit, um, it was just a combo of like me momming, putting my health as a priority, which for me is like my mornings. Like I always, that's like my non-negotiable like morning routine is like my thing. Um, and being flexible, obviously, but also I was really trying to get new clients at the time, like just getting new clients, trying to bring my income, skyrocket my income. But also I think the hardest thing for me was, um, also like now having, and it's going to sound weird because you're like, you're, you've been married. I've been married for almost 12 years, but like I had to kind of flip my head and be like, he, my husband needs me right now. Like he needs me to like, this is, it's my turn. He's done it for me before I've quit my job. He let me do that. He, he let me flourish. So I was also trying to like zone in on like, you know, caring for the fam emotionally and physically, but also taking care of myself. And it was all fine and good and you just do it. So like, it's just, I don't know. I can't even explain grit sometimes because I'm like, you just do it. Like people are like, what is grit? And I'm like, you just go. Like that's all I have. You know what I mean? Like you just go and it was kind of sloppy, but like, I just kept going. I just kept pushing. I just had goals to keep on making more and doing more. Um, and I mean, raising, raising Leah is like my number one above everything. So was it more of a mental pressure, right? Like I have a friend right now. She is the breadwinner. Call it is what it is, right? There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I listened to a podcast and she's like a photographer and she is the breadwinner and mental, the mental load, the mental load alone is like, holy shit. And I, I fortunate enough like that. I'm not in there. I've never been there. Right. But from hearing these other people's experiences, what you're saying, was it the mental load, the pressure? Oh yeah. Was it something was it in combination of like the actual schedule of like up at 4am to take 20 minutes to take care of you and then clients all day all morning and then hit all day and then clients all night like what was it specifically the mental aspect of it the oh yeah I would say the mental aspect the physical aspect is something I'm I've I've just learned to like you know what I mean even when I'm not feeling 100% like I can deal with that but the mental load was like it, it was debilitating some days like it's just like a lot did you and, <clears throat> not take care of yourself a certain way, right? Like, so when, when oh yeah, hundred percent. The first thing that we take we take off of the stove is ourselves. We put ourselves on the back burner. Um, <laughs> I'm putting things on the stove. That's how I don't take care of myself because I'm, my, like I told you, I was a happy fat girl. 
um, food is always, it's always comfort for me. And it's the one thing I always have, always, 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 I always have to think about my food. So um, I have lost and gained the same, and I'm very honest about it, even as a fitness instructor, I have lost and gained the same 20 pounds since having Leah, because of whether it's, I mean, one time it was a hormone. I was telling you the one time she didn't sleep for eight weeks, gained that weight. But when that happened, she also went through, when this was all happening, she also went through her eight week sleep regression and when I didn't sleep for eight weeks. So like for me, nutrition is the one thing that like, I know I didn't take care of myself. And sometimes it's just the fact that like, I'm what's happening. There's fireworks. It's just, (laughs) (laughs) that was amazing. For those of you listening in, fireworks just came across the screen. I must have said something really good. I don't know. Okay. But Jan's like, Rachel's never allowed back on this podcast again. You're too chaotic. Um, No, but for me, it's like when nutrition goes by the wayside, a lot of people are like, oh, you probably were eating like junk. I was, or I was just not eating. So it was like, you know what I mean? Like that for me is my, the one thing I always have to think about, like as far as taking care of myself, I'll always like take my alone time, go for my walks, do my workouts, have my self-care, have coffee with friends. Like I always like add that stuff in. It's usually the nutrition for me that takes a big hit. And it, it definitely took a hit at that time. I mean, we were working on less money. So like, you're not making as much wholesome food and you know, and like you also, sometimes things were quick or sometimes I would just not eat. So that's definitely where I needed to like, and then you physically start to feel shitty. So like, you know, like I'm lucky enough that I know my body, why my body's doing what it is but I would say that definitely my food took a huge hit. Um, So that's like your red flag. Like, Hey, I'm not taking myself because I'm not prioritizing my nutrition. Um, Yeah. Every time. What is, is what the thing is for you is important, right? So for some women, it's like, Oh, I hit my snooze 800 times. Okay. I'm not taking care of myself. Something needs to change. So then we understand your season of grit. You transitioned into a season of grace. And this is what I think women need, right? And I'm going to ask you more about the middle ground going forward, what the plan is, but we covered your grit season. Let's talk about your season of grace. What did you do to take care of you? Judgment-free zone. What works for you? What did you do during that time? How did you switch mindsets of like, you were in this crazy high pressure push season and now all of a sudden you can breathe and you can do whatever, whatever you want. And it's going to be the complete opposite of what you're used to. What does that season of grace look like? Yeah, it was a quick switch. Um, grace for me, I'm, I'm big on grace. I love grace. Grace for me is just, again, doing the things that bring me joy, but also keeping myself accountable. So it's not completely being like, oh, I'm going to do whatever I want because well, I guess it is. But like what I want is keeping myself accountable and keeping my non-negotiables which are huge to me but like I keep my morning routine I would say if you were to be like what are your non-negotiables for grace I will no matter how chaotic my day is I will always give myself 10 minutes of something or sometimes it is a full hour so if that means that when Leah is napping and I could be doing other things you better believe that I'm either sitting on my couch watching an episode of something currently the Sopranos, or maybe I'm doing, maybe I, I mean, I can't really walk when she's sleeping because that would be illegal outside. Um, but like I stopped, I stopped the whole guilt thing. Um, because oh. it's always. Cause I, that's what I, mom's I, biggest problem is like, how do you stop shaming yourself and guilting yourself? Because I'm not doing anything wrong. Like we're not doing anything wrong. Like, Sitting on the couch when I have been up since four or five a.m. and I've taken, I've meditated, I've worked out, I've trained five to six clients. 
I've cared for my kid while doing all of those things. I've paid my bills. My house is clean. I've prepped dinner and I can't sit on the fucking couch for an hour and watch a goddamn show. Like we've, I've done nothing wrong. And it's just the, and this is where the Instagram thing came on because of course I'm sitting there and I'm scrolling and I'm like, Rachel, if you want to make a lot of money, people who want to make a lot of money aren't sitting on the couch, Rachel, you want to look better um, in your clothes. People who want to look better in their clothes aren't sitting on the couch. So I was like, no, 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 no. And this is where my meditation comes in. Meditation is huge for me. Um, I just like learn to pop that bubble. Like that is a practice. I wish I could just be like, you guys just do it. Like if you can't, you have to, you have to practice it. You have to flex that muscle. And I've been flexing that, get rid of those negative thoughts, muscles for almost a decade. Like you just have to. So like the second those thoughts come into my head, like I visually am like, get out of here. Like pop, pop, pop. Goodbye. Um, they are not gone forever. Like I said, this is not an easy practice, but I am, I do a lot of really amazing things. And like, I genuinely not to sound conceited, but I'm a really awesome human. I'm an amazing mom and my clients are fantastic. Could I be doing more? Yes. Could I be making more? A bunch more. But would it would it make me happy? Probably not. And this is not forever. Like I have to remind myself, this is not forever. Maybe in five years, I'll want to hustle again and make a boatload of money when Leah's back in school. But right now, I'm like, is a dollar sign really worth, is it worth it? And for me right now, it's not. So that's, I just have to ask myself the same questions that I would ask you or ask a friend or ask a client and answer them. That's all I do. I love that. You are very much honoring your needs. It's not, it's more <laughs> intrinsic motivation, right? Like, you know, your purpose, you know what you need to be the best you in this season. And you're going to honor when it changes. Like you said, in five years, maybe it'll change. Maybe it won't. Who knows? And honestly, right now, who cares? Are you happy with what you're doing now? That is what matters. Like hundred yeah. percent. Love that. Okay. So now, now what, what's that middle ground for you? You're, you're, you decided grace was a slippery slope and you don't want to be compliant anymore. Cause you feel like maybe that's where you started to land. What's next? Um, right now, like I said, I don't, for once, my middle ground is not having any significant goals, which is hard for me because I've always had like something on my plate, but right now it is just, I want to do what I'm doing with the full presence of doing it well, which I haven't gotten to do yet. So like, I've been doing all the things, go ahead. Um, I've been, do you're good. I've been doing all the things and um, I just want to like fully do them now. So like still working, still doing clients. Um, I do have a goal this year of getting back into studios. So like, I know where I want to be now. And that's what was huge for me. I know that I'm not I don't want to be an online coach primarily like where I, where I, my, I, I don't mind getting personal clients online, this and that, but like, I don't want to do online fully. And I know that I don't want to do online fully. And that was like a really hard pill for me to swallow because I know right now that's like where it's at. Um, but I want to make where it's at, like for me somewhere else. <laughs> and that's going to be like more in-person things, more events, this and that. As far as like my momming goes, I'm like, I'm still momming. There's really, I'm still momming. Um, but yeah, I just, like I said, I just want to do what feels good and just up my non-negotiables a little bit. So like I've been back on my nutrition game, which is like, that's always the come and go for me. Um, fitness is going, going, going. Um, it's really just, like I said, doing what I'm currently doing and fully like doing it well. 
I love that. Um, okay. I'm excited to see where this takes you. I know you're bringing your, some of your social media back. I'm excited to see some okay. of your singing. People need to go follow you to hear some oh, of yeah. your, your tunes that you come Rage up. tour, world tour, 2024. <laughs> um, but I want to talk a little bit more. So we have a really clear grasp on like, okay, where you've been, where you're going, we're going to not put your, put you in a box. Like you're just going to do what you need to do in that season. Um, right now you work from home, you solo mom a lot of the times, and you also prioritize you, your fitness, your nutrition, your mental health, what you need today, tomorrow, the next day, how do you do it all? So when you talk to your clients, right. Or another mom friend online, you find me on peanut again, right? What is your tip trick hack secret that helps you check all the boxes and care for you when you have to show up for everyone else so much. Are you going to love this one? It's managing your time. Oh. And, I'm, and I, and I didn't just throw that in there special for you. Time <laughs> management is huge people. Um, we have the time. We always have the time. And that is another reason going back to my social media, why I ditched it for a bit. I truly wanted to see how much time I was scrolling. Um, and I'm, oh. I'm not having like a, it wasn't, it's honestly, it wasn't as bad as I thought, um, but it was there. Like it was definitely there. And Instagram makes it so easy for you to just tap, tap, tap along. And then all of you, you know, it's like 30 minutes has gone by, but like, we do have the time. It's just like, do we have the time? Are we, or do we just not know how to manage it? Do we just not really want to do those things? So like, whenever I'm talking to a client or a friend, I'm just like, what do you actually want to do? Like, not what you think you should do. Like, what do you actually want to do? And that's where I always start. Is this what you actually want to do, Rachel? Is it going to help you get to point from point A to point B? If the answer is yes, then I'm like, all right, we need to fit that into your day. If it's just like, no, I think I should kind of do that. Then I'm like, mm, that can go on the back burner for now. Does that make sense? So I kind of just, I always have like, I always have an agenda. Um, but I'm very much about prioritizing the agenda. Like what needs to get done gets done and what can wait. Uh, we'll hope for it. But like, if it doesn't get done, we make sure it gets done. Like, at another time, but I just stopped putting so much on my plate. Yeah. I'm hearing intentionality, right? Like, listen, I'm creating an entire course on optimizing your time through like energy, nutrition, and movement. So yes, but being intentional with your time is where I always start from. But I like what you said even more, like, is this even what you want? Is it what you think you should do? Or is it what you actually want to do? Because it's if it's what you think you should do, it's going to be really hard to intentionally prioritize. Whereas like, no, I actually want to eat chicken. So I'm going to intentionally prioritize cooking that chicken. Yeah. I had um, a client here yesterday um, and she was like, she works out with me, um, you know, as much as, as much as we can, but we only do 30 minute sessions. Like she's busy mom, big job, busy. And I was like, look, when like they're called like fitness snacks, you yeah. do what you can when you like, so I gave her like four, 10 minute workouts to do. And I'm like, this is the one that's going to wake you up in the morning. A nice like vitality stretch. This is the one you're going to do at this time. Like we talked about her schedule and like, what's actually, I'm like, what can you actually do? Like knowing that like a meeting might not pop up at this time. I said, where can you actually prioritize 10 minutes? So like her goal is to do two to three of those 10 minute fitness stacks a day. And it's like, I'm like, do you really want to work out for 30 minutes every day? She goes, no. And, and maybe 30 minutes to somebody else. They're like, how could you not want to do that? And I'm like, because you're not her. Everyone's experience is different. We're also, we're all subjective. Like it's all subjective, but like, 
if she can do 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes on her lunch, and then 10 minutes at night, that still counts a 30 minute workout. Is it ideal if you're trying to hit huge goals? Maybe not, but is it ideal if you're a busy ass person and you're just trying to keep yourself healthy and strong? A hundred percent. It's like, what do you want to do and what are you willing to do and what actually matters? So it's just, and again, it's all, like you said, no judgment. It's all subjective. Like we just need to stop putting a box around what fitness should be, what nutrition should be, and like what it needs to look like. Like we're all different. I've been able to help people lose weight, put on weight and maintain their weight by doing little fitness snacks. I mean, you know what I mean? You do what you can. And it's sad that we kind of like shame the whole do what you can type of mindset. Yeah. It's hard. I think too, with this day and age in social media, because on social media, you're talking to, you're making a general statement. And like, I know I've experienced this before too. Like what is ideal for body composition change? Well, to lift heavy. And also maybe that's not ideal for you. So we have to identify your specific minimums based on what you prefer. Right. And then understand like what's optimal is not always going to be ideal for you. So optimally, this lady is going to be strength training, full body, three times a week, 45 to 60 minutes. Okay. Well, that optimal optimal is not ideal for her. So we need to identify her minimums in a way that's going to be something she'll actually do because optimal is not necessarily ideal in this situation. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, yeah. What does your system look like um, to juggle all the things, prioritize you? What, like, are you changing anything in the next few months compared to the last few months? How do you manage your time? Like, I know for me, I have my Notion dashboard. I have a, every week I go through and put my weekly tasks on there. I sync it to my Google calendar so that any meetings I have. And once a week while I do that, I'm also communicating to my husband, hey, you're home from work Monday. I'm working all day. I'll see you Tuesday. Like I'm very clear with what I want to get done, boundaries. And then I have the system in place. What does that look like for you? Very similar, very similar. So it's like I have um, by Sunday, I have, I'm a very written person. So like I write everything in my planner, passion planner, hashtag passion planner. I write everything in my planner, love it. But then I go through, I've already have everything in my Google calendar. I make sure that all my clients have their schedules. We adjust it. Um, what's huge for me is if something comes up, like right now, if you were to be like, Rachel, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Next Tuesday, 2 PM. I'd be like nothing. And immediately I put it in my calendar. Like I don't, I have to, I'm an immediate person because I don't want to forget. So like, I just make sure everything's written out. I do have a whiteboard. Um, I hope my husband listens to this because he's like, I'm not one of your previous students. I have a whiteboard where I write everything, doctor's appointments. When Lee is going to be in school, even though that's like the regular, what my clients are, because my clients, my client schedule does shift. I will give him that, but like I have it in multiple places so that I can visually see it. It's in my phone. I get 30 minute alerts before I'm supposed to do something. Um, and I do that every week. And that has been my go-to for years. It works for me. I write it. It's in my phone or in my whatever. And it's somewhere up on a wall for me to see. Um, and same thing. I prioritize what it has to get done like that week there's like a has to, like, there's like, this is, this, you cannot go past Friday without getting these things done type of thing. Um, yeah. And then I always have like a box of like the extras, like, Oh, this would be a bonus if you got it done this week, like clean your closets type of thing. Yeah. I hear this from a lot of women who I feel like the person who feels like they're struggling looks up to this, what you're saying looks up to you like, wow, she's doing it all. How does she do it all? 
what, what do you do? You plan, you take 10 minutes now to plan and prepare whatever needs to be done to make life easier later. That's going to free up brain space. That's going to free up energy. You're going to get more time back emotionally, mentally, physically, like you will get more time by spending 10 minutes. Now it's not a waste of 10 minutes because that's what I often hear from women. It's like, Oh, I don't have the time to sit. You have time for 10 minutes. Cause it's going to give you an hour later in your day somewhere later in your week somewhere. Um, what do you do if you have to pivot? How do you handle that? Like you have something in your calendar and it's like, oh shit, I have to do this other thing. It's more important. I just, I just do. I just pivot. It's just, you have to sometimes like, sometimes it's really sucks when you have to do that. And sometimes, I mean, we all have to do it. So it's like, is this going to make or break my life? Like, is this going to really make or break my life? I'm very lucky that I have clients who are very understanding. God forbid, like Leah's sick or something. She's home from school. But there have been times that like, you just make it work. Like it's not the most ideal situation. Um, you just make it work. You, I just make it work. Like, I wish I had some, like, this is the magical pivoting tool. I just don't. Like, I just do it. I just take a deep breath and know that like, we've been here before. Not everything goes smoothly. Like, would that, wouldn't that be so fun? Honestly, it'd be really shitty if everything went smoothly in life. Like, what would we learn? But <laughs> we just, you just have to pivot, but, but it's there. You have your foundation, you have your trunk, the roots are planted. It's like, you, you just, you hope for the best and no, you have to always know. I think it's, I think pivoting is really hard for people who like, don't think pivoting will happen. Like, don't think that change will happen. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know, especially now being a mom, which is give, like, which I know is kind of an advantage to the pivot game because every day could be that way. But like life can change on the drop of a hat. Like you could be driving to a client's house or to work and the road is closed. What are you going to do? You're going to sit there and cry because the road you usually take is closed. No, you're going to find a different route, right? So it's like change is uncomfortable sometimes, but we have to be prepared for it. And I think it's the being unprepared, unpreparedness that makes people like, Oh, my whole day, my whole day, there's like a, is ruined. Like there were mornings are my jam. And I've said this, if I don't get my morning routine and jam, I know you're like the same. My morning routine is so sacred to me because my nighttimes, especially now with Leah, who I have to put to sleep and it could take an hour. I'm like, I'm not, my, my, my nighttimes to me, I don't even think about, I'm like, there is no routine. I'm not even going to worry about it. My mornings are important, but for weeks and weeks, she was getting up at like four 30. And then I had the choice. Do I get up at 3.30 to give myself my hour or do I or do I just be in this moment right now and know that it's not going to be forever and it's like why drive yourself mad over things you can't control like Rational it's just freaking acceptance that's it just is but again I'm gonna and I'm gonna keep bringing this up this all does not come with ease it comes with practice and these are all skills that I I'm not gonna say I don't cry like there have been times where I've I was just telling you last week when I saw you I'm like when I don't get my morning routine I just want to like for mornings in a row, I'm talking week. Sometimes I just want to cry. It's like, I didn't get my workout. I didn't get this in. I didn't get that in. And like, it's, it disrupts the tone and the energy for the day, but it's like, what am I going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? It's like my dad saying, what are you going to do? Like you just go, you just do. Yeah. I love that. And I feel like you said it, that's not easy. It takes practice. And also what's the alternative? Like if you're unhappy, exactly. you are like, it's not going to be any different. Yeah. And it's okay. So what's next for Rachel? What's next for mind, body misfits? Where, where are your dreams taking you? Where's your, <laughs> um, so mind, body, mind, body misfits was a passion project that my friend, um, Abby and I created when our running studio closed down and we took, we had like a great following there. 
Um, and we took our workouts to like a park and we were doing outdoor boot camps and then track workouts. And we did that for a couple of years and it was fantastic. We did events with like Lululemon and other, other retail stores. It was, it was so fun. And then we went completely remote. Um, but Abby is a full throttle fitness goer and I am obviously doing my life. So it kind of, it did go on the back burner where we kind of, we were just doing it, but now it's, I want to pick it back up again. So we're, I mean, we've been doing our online, we have a, a, 6 30 a.m workout that we do via zoom but this is the year i really want to start making like community connections in real life like so i'm gonna go i mean it's we're gonna try to plan some more like outdoor events again and get some real workouts going again we're building an on-demand library which i'm excited about um so that's where i'm gonna lean into more of my fitness stuff and then for my personal life and my personal account i want to keep like the momming and the singing and like the no pressure aspect of it. So that's why I was saying there are people when you think of them, you're just like, Oh, that she's a, like, that's like, she's a fitness coach. I, I kind of don't want that to be like, I don't, I don't care anymore. People are like, well, you know, like if people come to your rage tour page, like they're not going to really know who you are. And I'm like, this is who I am. Mind body misfits is going to be what I do. Rage tour is who I am. And it's like, I just, I just want to kind of lean into like, all the things that bring me joy in a way that I can, I can manage without feeling the pressure of like wanting to do more. So again, it's all just fun. I want to have fun. Like if I'm going to think of a word for this year, which you had asked me about last week. And I was like, I don't have a word. I want to just have fun this year. I want this year to be fun and light and feel good. Um, so I don't even know if that answered the question. I'm one of those people that can take a question and like go to Jupiter with it. So sorry yeah. about that. No, you did, but I love what you said. <laughs> What I do is not who I am. Like, holy shit. That is massive, right? In motherhood, especially, like, especially postpartum, fourth trimester, don't get me started. All of a sudden, I am like, I'm not a runner. I'm not a CrossFitter. Like, we put ourselves in this box and, like, what I do is not who I am. So being able to do what you do and also be who you are and they don't have to be one and the same, that, like, moms everywhere need to hear that. It's you can do, you really can, you can do it all and you can be it all. And I think we need to stop being afraid of our kids seeing us in like a certain way. Like we're a lot of times where we do things because we want our kids to see us in a certain light. And I'm like, I don't want Leah to see me at my worst because let's, my worst is a little frightening, but at the same time, I also want her to see that I can rally from my worst. So I kind of just took that blanket off of me. And I'm just like, I just want, I want to be genuinely who I am and what I feel like I like all the time all the time I just want it and maybe that's maybe that's a crazy busy fitness instructor or maybe it's like a really funny mom and you know what it can be at all and until I kind of let that blanket go and like took that curtain away I was feeling so much pressure like I could I felt this weight just on me for years since having her like who am I like what you said like who who and it's so hard to figure out who you are and I'm still figuring it out and I'll probably figure it out for the rest of my life but I just I don't want to be known as just one thing because I'm not like, I just feel like I was made for a lot of things. I love that. Um, Okay. So to wrap it up, tell me, what are you doing today, this week, this weekend to honor the season that you are currently in? Um, Well, today I have just got done training and then I'm going to have lunch with a friend. (laughs) That's my, I I try to do once a week coffee or lunch with a friend or something. And then this weekend is full family time. Um, I actually have my therapy tomorrow. So I'm kicking off my weekend with some mental health. And then we are having a full, just like 
we call it our daddy mommy Leo weekend and I'm going to check out and that's where I'm going because next week's a very busy week once I get back to work. So I love that. Awesome. Okay. Where can we find you? I'll put all this in the show notes, but tell us here, where can people find you? <laughs> well, I'm going on tour. Spotify just signed my, my record deal. It's called the Rage Tour World Tour. Um, no, I will be back on Instagram soon. So at Rage Tour is where you can find me primarily. And then as far as fitness stuff and online workouts and the library and events we're going to be doing, that's going to be on Mind Body Misfits, which is a slow build, but we are definitely building it. Awesome. And like I said, I'll link that in the show notes. Thank you for chatting with me today. This was so fun. I cannot wait to share it with the world. Thank you so much, my friend. I always enjoy talking with you. Did I tell you or did I tell you? I feel like that was a really relatable conversation because Rachel is a really relatable human. I'm so happy I got to sit down and record with her. I wish you could all meet her in real life because she is someone that just makes life better. Seriously, everything you need from this episode is in the show notes. Everything that you need in all of GMK coaching is also in the show notes. Until next week, friends, we will chat then.